can't believe it's another week and get to start this crap all over again. Welcome back. And um, <laughs> this is going to be a kind of a strange episode. So uh, first, <clears throat> let's uh, get some uh, news out of the way, shall we? Uh, going to start off, uh, Trump's rhetoric on Mueller report disclosure takes a turn. And uh, this is uh, through MSNBC. Uh, two weeks ago, a couple of days before special counsel Robert Mueller submitted his report on the Russia scandal to the Justice Department. Donald Trump was unambiguous in expressing his support for full disclosure. Let it come out, the president said, of Mueller's findings. Let people see it. He went on to marvel at the tens of millions of people who wanted to see the document. Uh, yeah, you know, that's uh, pretty pretty accurate. I kind of want to see what was in there, too, uh, just to kind of see what all the crazy leftists were actually talking about. And uh, it turns out uh, there's no collusion uh, whatsoever. <clears throat> collusion itself isn't a crime, uh, <laughs> you know, but... Uh, well, the Russians bought some Facebook ads, and they were, you know, largely ineffectual, but, uh, you know, here we go. Uh, well, now, um, they kind of want to see, uh, they, they, they kind of want to see the, uh, Secretary Barr get up and start giving, uh, testimony on it. Like, right now. Like, today. <laughs> well, yeah... So, you know, this is kind of silly. Uh, I, I think um, there's folks out there who got so bought up into the Russian collusion thing. Um, and so now they're kind of going through the stages of grief. And so <laughs> I think that we're at the denial stage of it. <laughs> so it, I don't know. It's it's kind of nuts. I um, can't really, um, you know, blame them. I mean, they got so wrapped up in conspiracy theories about it this whole time and uh you know when it turns out that it doesn't pan out the way that they think they do uh you know people are going to be a little mad so and i know all about this because i too was a uh, dirty conspiracy theorist a long time ago so and there's just some stuff that doesn't uh pass the smell test once you actually start looking into certain things <laughs> uh so um Now in a desperate uh, plea to start going after Trump on just about everything, uh, you know, this is another headline I, I found. Uh, Trump again falsely uh, says his father fr is from Germany. Fred Trump was born in New York. You know, so they're, they're just going to go after him on every, every little thing. So, I don't know. Uh, Joe Biden. <laughs> I mean, need I say more? The memes today have been great uh, about uh, creepy Uncle Joe getting up behind women and sniffing their hair and stuff. And Democrats are, you know, it's like, well, you know, he's, he's not a rapist. I mean, it's, uh, you know, I can understand how to be uncomfortable, but, you know, he doesn't mean anything by it. <laughs> you shouldn't be shocked. I mean, they, they, you know, they covered up Bill Clinton's rapes for so long. You know, he actually raped women. But, uh, yeah, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Uh, oh, yeah, here. Senate, Senate Democrats introduced a constitutional amendment to abolish the Electoral College. Uh, you dum-dums. Uh, uh, one lawmaker calls the system a relic from the shameful period in our nation's history. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that way the good folks in Iowa can never, never have a fair shot in choosing who's going to be the next slave master, right? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, if voting changed anything, they'd make it illegal overnight. I don't I don't exactly know why they would want to do this. Uh but you know they don't know what they're asking for because the uh you know you're going to get one election where your guy didn't get the uh, the popular vote but got the electoral college. You know. And then you know now you can't use the electoral college votes anymore, right? So stupid. So stupid. They they don't even know what they're asking for. So but uh, all right. So, let's get into the uh, the silly topics this week. Uh, so I listened to a veritable crap ton of uh, podcasts um, because it kind of helps uh, filter out noise from, you know, stuff going on in the office and everything. And 
so one of the podcasts I listen to is Fitness Confidential, uh, and the host is uh, Vinny Tortorich. And um, on his Monday show with uh, Anna Vocino, uh, it was brought to his attention that the uh, website rationalwiki.org had an entry for him. And he was uh, actually very, very upset that this uh, that this website had gotten like stuff completely wrong, and, and just assigned his uh, his page to Food Woo, meaning that he doesn't know what he's talking about, and it's all you know speculative garbage, right? All right. Um, so I, I pulled up his uh, Rational Wiki page right here, and um, th- this website. Um, uh, let's see, rationalwiki.org. <sighs> All right, so about right here in the, the main page. Uh, our purpose here at Rational Wiki includes, number one, analyzing and refuting pseudoscience and the anti-science movement. Number two, documenting the full range of crank ideas. Right. Uh, number three, explorations of authoritarianism and fundamentalism. No, Okay. And number four, analysis and criticism of how these subjects are handled in the media. We welcome contributors and encourage those who disagree with us to register and engage in the constructive dialogue. Um, Okay, so on this little purpose, you know, they got these four points. uh, They have links, right? So so number one, pseudoscience, right? Uh, Not to be concerned. Confused with pseudoscience when you ask a Linux experiment. Okay, never mind. Um, pseudoscience describes any belief system or methodology which tries to gain legitimacy by wearing the trappings of science, but fails to abide by the rigorous methodology and standards of evidence that are the marks of true science. Okay, so this is from their own site. Right, so whenever you want to engage in an argument with somebody, you have to agree on what certain terms mean. All right, so this is one of them. All right, so anti-science movement is the next little clickable link in point number one. Uh, And it takes you to an article called War on Science. (laughs) All right, Uh, let's see. War on Science is an attempt by vocal anti-science minority to directly or indirectly attack science through modified school curricula, uncertainty tactics, and discrediting of the scientific method. Any person or organization that promotes their ideology over scientifically verified evidence is a partisan in favor of the anti-science position in the war on science. Okay. (laughs) All right. Uh, Point number two, documenting the full range of crank ideas. Crank, right? Uh, The term crank pejoratively labels someone who holds extremely unorthodox views on a subject and is often very vocal about these opinions. Synonyms include kook, contrarian, nut, or crackpot. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's see. Uh, number three, there's two links in here. So authoritarianism, which uh, as libertarians, we should all know what the definition of this word is. Uh, authoritarianism is a very interesting phenomenon. It's adherents don't necessarily want to tell you what to do as long as if they disagree with you, someone else in power will tell you what to do. Political scientists define authoritarianism as, quote, not actual dictators, but rather a psychological profile of an individual voter that is characterized by a desire for order and and a fear of outsiders. People who score high in authoritarianism when they feel threatened, look to long, uh, strong leaders who promise to take whatever action necessary to protect them from outsiders and prevent the changes they fear. All right. Um, uh, it's actually sourced to a Vox.com article. <laughs> Dare I go in? Uh, the rise of American authoritarianism and wouldn't you know who's on the cover of this one? That's right, one Donald Trump. Okay, so we kind of, all right, so we're kind of getting the idea here of what the rational wiki uh, uh, proposes uh, is authoritarianism. All right, so fundamentalism is the next one. Uh, and again, it uh, takes you back into the rational wiki because we're, we're, 
testing what their terms mean, right? So when we go into the articles that I've got pulled up here, we can go through it. Uh, fundamentalism is a movement to recapture an ideological purity within a religion that supposedly has been lost by mainstream adherence of the religion at large. Okay. All right, so I guess we can agree to that. Point number four, analysis and criticism of how these subjects are handled in the media. The media is clicked, is a clickable link. Media is a catch-all term used to describe all forms of communication. Most often it is used to refer to television, radio, books, and newspapers, often referred to as the mainstream media, but now also refers to the internet. Okay, so. All right, just so we're clear on the terms that they set out, Let's get into uh, Vinny's uh, article here. Uh, Vinny Tortrich, 1962 uh, to current, because you know he's still alive. The guy's still walking around out there. Is an American fitness trainer, col- cholesterol denialist, podcaster, and proponent of vitamin woo. He operates the Angriest Trainer podcast that often features conspiracy theorists and low carb fanatics who reject conventional medical advice. All right. Paragraph number one. All right, you got his name right. You spelled it correctly. All right, got his birthday. Yep, that's correct. He's still alive, so you got that correct. American fitness trainer. Yep. Cholesterol denialist. Hmm, what's this term mean? Oh, you got a clickable link here, so let's find out. Statin denialism is the article that it takes you to on Rational Wiki. It's uh, also known as cholesterol denialism, is a form of pseudoscientific denialism that asserts that blood LDL cholesterol levels do not increase the risk of cardiovascular disease and or the statin usage does not reduce the likelihood of cardiovascular disease. Proponents claim that statins should be avoided because they are not because they are sold by big pharma and cause adverse side effects. It is promoted by LCHF, which stands for low carb, high fat conspiracy theorist. It has a presence on social media platforms such as Twitter, of course. Um, so here's the thing. He is not a cholesterol denialist. Uh, he's not a statin denialist. Uh, he's read all the literature on statins. He's talked to heart surgeons, both who, uh, and uh, you'll hear him refer to this on his podcast as plumbers or electricians when it comes to uh, heart doctors, cardiologists. So the plumbers are the ones that go in and they'll physically remove, uh, you know, we, lo- we love uh, Hans Hermann Hoppe around here. Uh, he'll physically remove the, um, the plaque that is built up in your arteries and that, that would be called a plumber. Okay. So the electrician is going to ca- uh, concentrate on your heart beat. All right. And make sure that it's actually ticking the way it's supposed to be ticking. Um, and most of the heart surgeons that he's talked to, and, and you'll have to go back and listen to those episodes, uh, they come to it from this angle. Uh, number one, plaque in the arteries is not made up of cholesterol. Right? It's plaque. It's a completely different term. Okay. How do you get plaque in the arteries? It's built up through inflammation in the body. Okay. Now, cholesterol that you take in, right, from eating eggs, red meat, broccoli, <laughs> all this kind of stuff, uh, that doesn't get trapped in your bloodstream, okay? That, that's, that, that's not how cholesterol works. Uh, in fact, you need cholesterol so much that your body will make it if you weren't taking enough of it in. So there's actually quite a lot of science that goes into what he's talking about. And the reason why he knows it is because he's talked to all those doctors and scientists about it. Vitamin Wu. Okay. <laughs> Vinny Tortorich does own a vitamin company called Pure Vitamin Club. Okay. And basically, he created vitamins that he would take for himself. Now, for those of you who don't know, Vinny Tortorich operates... Um, uh, he, he was a fitness trainer... Uh, kind of in the 1990s when you need a uh, Hollywood celebrity to work off some baby fat after she delivered a baby and, and she had to be on the red carpet for a premiere in, in a size zero dress, right? Uh, so that was the guy that they called um, to, go, to go do that. And, uh, you know, he also uh, 
did fitness training for, you know, Hollywood producers, their wives and stuff. And, uh, so yeah, so he has a fitness trainer that, and that's very true. And you can buy a, uh, you know, a consult from him and he can fitness train you over Skype. Yeah, you can do that. Um, but as far as vitamin woo, the, the vitamins that he, uh, he doesn't push actually, he doesn't really, uh, try to sell them. He, they're available, uh, you know, but they don't contain titanium dioxide. They don't contain, you know, rice hull or anything like that. Uh, there's stuff that he's worked on, uh, that he would take himself. Okay. Um, he is a, uh, no sugar, no grains guy because sugar and grains is what leads to the inflammation, which leads to the heart disease and plaque building up in your arteries and stuff like that. So you can't have, you know, a, a vitamin pill that's kept together with sugar and cellulose powder and titanium dioxide and everything else. So that's the vitamin woo. And he doesn't even advertise that, that you need to take his vitamins in order to stay healthy. All right. So all right, busted <laughs> operates the angriest trainer podcast. Uh, he did for a while, but it's not called that anymore. It's called fitness confidential. <laughs> Uh, often features conspiracy theorists. Uh, I've listened to quite a lot of episodes. I'm not sure who is the conspiracy theorist on there. Uh, I mean, Nina Tysoltz, uh, who wrote uh, Big Fat Surprise. You know, Gary Taubes. You know, <laughs> you know, you know, Gary Fetke. You know, is another one. <laughs> Ivor Cummins. You know, who is an engineer, not a doctor in any kind, but he. Uh, and low-carb fanatics who reject conventional medical advice. Okay, well, uh, yes and no. Um, we reject conventional medical advice because the medical system refuses to do any kind of reading on the subject. You know, I, and I've personally experienced this, you know, because I had a nurse practitioner who would argue with me <laughs> over uh, cholesterol numbers. And I said, well, you know, give me a... Uh, an NMR examination. And basically what that does is that's going to check the actual size of your LDL cholesterol in your bloodstream to see if you've got big fluffy LDLs or small dense LDLs. Big fluffy, don't have anything to worry about. It's just going to go through your bloodstream. Small dense ones, that can get attracted to plaque. I was like, well, can I also get a test to see if there's any plaque in my arteries? And then once you give her a whole bunch of information, you know, from PubMed that shows all of this new information, she did a lot of reading and she goes, oh, okay, yeah, that's fine. Then uh, everything's in proper ratio. You're good. And in fact, uh, one of my blood tests came back uh, from this past year. It says all these blood results look perfect. That wasn't easy. It was two years of hard work doing this. Uh, so now they get into the, uh, the, the, uh, into the crux of it. No sugar, no grains. Tortorich is a promoter of a fad diet known as no sugar, no grains. All right. It's not a fad. Not a fad. It works. I have 100 less pounds on me today because of it. It works. <laughs> I have no nodules on my thyroid gland uh, thanks to this. You know. I have perfect blood work thanks to this. Not a fad diet. A fad diet would be Weight Watchers. A fad diet would be Nutrisystem. Uh, but, you know, link, uh, they have a clickable link here. Uh, fad diet is any diet plan that is promoted by publicity and by word of mouth rather than emerging from scientific study. Okay, well, automatically on its face. Uh, no bueno, because, you know, Robert Lustig, <laughs> Gary Feige, Gary Taubes. <laughs> that they've all gone through the scientific method to check this stuff out. And again, get on PubMed. PubMed's your friend. You can read that stuff. I know it's a little, it'll catch you off guard with all the scientific jargon, but it's there. You can read all that stuff. Uh, which consists of eliminating all processed sugars and grains from the diet. It is basically a mixture of ketogenic and paleo diet principles, a repackaged low-carb, high-fat diet. Uh, Tortorich describes NSNG as a lifestyle, but like all fad diets, there is a list of foods you cannot, you can and cannot eat. 
Okay, well, I mean, just because you have a list of stuff that you can and cannot eat doesn't necessarily make it a fad diet. Okay? What's the stuff that you can eat doing no sugar, no grains? Okay, well, you know, red meat, chicken with the skin still on, uh, broccoli, bacon, you know, some nuts in moderation. Nuts can be a little bit carby sometimes. You know, some fruits. You know, fruit sugar is still sugar, but, you know, a berry is low, low glycemic. It's not going to give you an insulin load. It's going to give you an insulin spike. But, you know, people can go overboard with those. And I have. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a whole list of stuff that you can have and the stuff that you can't have. Okay, sugar. What's the sugar? Well, if you're looking on the ingredients package and it says sugar... Then, yeah, that's sugar. Dextrose, that's a sugar. Sucralose, also known as Splenda, that's a sugar. Okay, sugar alcohols, that's, that's a sugar. And that's going to be like the erythritol and stevia and monk fruit extract, all that stuff. You know, and sometimes the uh, companies will try to hide sugar in the food and they'll call it evaporated cane juice. Uh, what's the other one? What's the other one that I saw recently? A uh, coconut nectar. Yeah, yeah, that's a sugar. <laughs> uh, pineapple juice. I saw this one on the back of a uh, salad dressing. Yeah. Now, granted, that pineapple juice was like kind of in the middle of the list, indicating that it wasn't really that much. And total sugars in the uh, the little grid when you look on the nutrition label. You know, it only said like one gram. But, um, you know, it's, it's still there. By the way, tropical fruit, not your friend. <laughs> uh, potatoes, higher on the glycemic scale than sugar is. So one can make the argument that potatoes are more sugar than sugar. Because they give you a glycemic load. How do we know this? Science. <laughs> uh, let's see. So NSNG diet does not allow the consumption of whole grains. This despite the fact that there are many health benefits from eating whole grains and they offer a good source of fiber, nutrients, and minerals. Okay, so right here it has a notation, number five. And when you click on that, it takes you to a little article called Health Benefits of Grains. And, you know, healthyeating.org brought to you by the Dairy Council of California. Um, so... It's going to reference uh, the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Uh, anytime you subsidize something, and we all know this as libertarians, uh, you tend to get more of it. What does the U.S. Department of Agriculture subsidize? Wheat. Rice. Uh, so, yeah, they're going to throw the, the my plate in there. Um, Yeah, so, I mean, it's, my plate is like the first reference, and then this other uh, Choi Benzi antioxidants and food contents, measurements, significant actions, causes, caveats, and research needs. If you, uh, you know what, and they don't even make that reference even clickable, so you'd, I'd have to you know, highlight it, search. Okay, it's going to take me into PubMed, so now i got to go into that. And then I'm kind of doing this live off the cuff, you know, live, technically speaking. Um, abstract, antioxidant, food and plant origin. Um, hmm. That's it. It just has an abstract. Normally, I get the entire thing. Uh, research support. Um, yeah. So, I mean, it doesn't really have... Yeah, this is just an abstract. It doesn't even have any of the uh, other information that goes along with it. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, but no. Uh, grains are going to be a load of insulin on your system. Uh, it's going to affect your ghrelin and leptin hormones, uh, which lead to inflammation. That's the reason why you don't eat grains. Number one, mankind really didn't eat the shit until 14,000 years ago, and you got two million years of human history, so you do the math on that one. 
Uh, yes, uh, NSNG diet does not allow the consumption of whole grains. Yeah, I just read that. Consumption of whole grains can reduce the risk of coronary heart disease. No, it can't. Um, it's actually proven quite the opposite. Uh, but they're going to give you a link uh, uh, down at the bottom. And uh, yeah, this one was a thing published in 2016. Uh, and going all the way to the bottom, um, bottom line, uh, references, mm, nothing, nothing. Yeah, so there, <laughs> got it, it gets into an article that has no, uh, <laughs> Evidence based, my ass. Um, yeah, so it doesn't really have anything. It's uh, yeah, so it doesn't really have any any kind of links to it. It's and yeah, take that one with a grain of salt. Uh, so yeah, I'm kind of doing this kind of right right now. So uh, here it goes. Uh, NSNG diet completely forbids the consumption of barley, oats, rice, and wheat. Yes. Uh, health benefits, it, you know, it, it keeps going back to health benefits, but not really. Not really, there's more research out there to show that it doesn't. Uh, let's see, wheat fiber leads to increased laxation, which you know you don't really have to take in any kind of fiber at all. Uh, yep. So uh, cholesterol denialism—that's where it gets down to the bottom. Uh, it denies that blood LDL cholesterol levels increase the risk of heart disease and a supporter of Malcolm Kendrick's unproven ideas. Malcolm Kendrick. Um, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. It's going to take you into his own little thing. Um, okay. Yeah. So Malcolm Kendrick. Uh, I've listened to a lot of episodes and he's had more than Malcolm Kendrick on the show. I'm not even exactly uh, ugh. so silly. Uh, reminiscent of Quack Miranda warning, he lists a disclaimer on his website: "Do not disregard any professional medical advice you have received, nor delay in seeking such advice because of something you have read on this website." All right. Um, Uh, so they make another claim here. However, as podcast interviews often recommend listeners to avoid taking medication, that is not the case. Um, they only uh, start talking about not taking medication if you've consulted a doctor on coming off of those medications. Uh, so, for instance, um, if you're not eating sugar and grains and... Um, your A1Cs and your diabetes is now becoming under control. Do you really need to still taking the insulin? No. This is where it's going. Uh, so uh, Tortorich interviewed Kendrick, who said statins are useless to any patient and are a massive big pharma con. Um, while that is true, um, here it is about statins and the drug. Uh, if you aren't taking these inflammatory foods, then there's no need for them. That's just how it comes down to. Um, so, cranks who have appeared on this podcast, William Davis, Zoe Harcomb, Malcolm Kendrick, Tom Naughton, Gary Taubes. Yeah. Uh, as a, in a complete list of others. You know, Dr. Jason Fung, Nina Teicholz, uh, uh, Nicole Racine, a, a whole bunch of others. So, this is kind of crazy. Uh, so after I read after his after his uh, episode this past Monday, um, yeah, it's uh, it's not very rational. In fact, they just kind of you know call the guy a kook and a crank, uh, and he believes conspiracy theories because we all love to use that term as pejorative. So I decided to go tooling around on the website, and I uh, came across one for the Ludwig von Mises Institute. <laughs> And uh, this article is uh, quite, quite rich. Uh, okay, so <laughs> here it is. The Ludwig von Mises Institute is an American think tank tax-exempt. <laughs> you know, that's a, that's a parenthetical statement. 
uh, specializing in Austrian school economics and political philosophy. It was established in 1982 with the approval of Margit von Mises, the widow of the Austrian school economist Ludwig von Mises. They have published many journals on political economy, economics, and philosophy, working from multiple angles to combine racism with wealth, worship, and empirical science denial. <laughs> Econ majors will be pleased to know that the Mises Institute offers fellowships plus awards to those who have made, in their opinion, another parenthetical statement, uh, exceptional contributions to the field of economics. They offer an array of summer camp style seminars, in quotations as if they're not real, uh, where future leaders of tomorrow can learn how to get laughed out of the boardroom, and that's, strike, uh, that's struck out, take advantage of other suckers by saying prax a lot. <laughs> Oh, man, who wrote this article? <laughs> All right, so the second section after the, you know, the history and everything. Hail Hydra. <laughs> That's right, folks. Uh, it, you, know, you know, ascribing to the Austrian School of Economics, I, I am now a Hydra agent. <laughs> uh, let's see. So Baron von Mises, Austrian economist, uh, economist who invented praxing, I, I can't even take this article serious. Uh, Baron von Hayek, Nobel-winning economist, and Kaiser von Habsburg, would-be emperor, what? All knew each other and were Austri Austrian nobility at one point or another. They all hated FDR for refuse. Oh, they hated FDR. <laughs> oh, no. They all hated FDR for refusing their request to use American power to reinstate the Austrian nobility monarchy after World War II. They put this institute to work combating his ideas, placing it in the Deep South to win over disillusioned racist to libertarianism, but also to inspire a new right libertarianism. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. How do you get Southerners who have long-standing uh, rebellious streak few wealthy areas and strong opposition to banking and trading floors to help deregulate Wall Street. These things are not in their best interest. To that end, the Mises Institute was physically attached to Auburn University in Alabama, which probably isn't an accident, nor is it a coincidence that one of their senior scholars, Gary North, named R.J. Rushduni's daughter. Rushduni is the founder of the Christian Reconstructionism, which seeks to take the finer points of Calvinism and insert those into Southern Baptism. And this has what to do with Mises Institute? Anyways, nor is it a coincidence that the White Secessionist League of the South is located right up the road or that they uh, cross-recruit. Add to that the fact that they pandering to neo-Confederates. Oh, oh, love that term. On purpose, especially DiLorenzo. And we begin to understand the type of propaganda they're pushing. Get the church to reinforce that message and bam, you've got Republican South for the first time ever. You know that cast of white nationalist characters who swirl around Trump? Oh, oh, it's another Trump article. Uh, check out how many familiar names are visiting Triple H in Turkey. Triple, Triple H? Who's Triple H? Oh, Hans Hermann Hoppe. Okay, okay, yeah. Uh, these men have satellite organization, the property and freedom society they run out of Europe to promote the cause of monarchism abroad. Oh, boy. Uh, conspiracy theories, uh, pseudo-history and pseudo-science, Pearl Harbor 9-11 Institute seems to be sympathetic to current Pearl Harbor conspiracy theory, as well as 9-11 conspiracy theories, going so far as to give a rather favorable view of David Ray Griffin's book, The New Pearl Harbor. Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Climate change. The Institute swallows the old canard that climate change is a money-making scheme perpetrated by scientists to grant money. Oh, because on every face of it, it is. There's no way you can come to another conclusion other than that. Oh, smarter than Einstein. I Seriously, who wrote this article? Lou Rockwell and the Mises Institute both published articles claiming the theory of relatively is a sham. And at this point, it would be simpler to list the conspiracy theory and caps don't believe. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, all right, so they're going to link to this Rockwell piece. <laughs> Relatively in the Priesthood of Science from February 28th, 
let's see. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Questioning Einstein is relatively necessary based on the research of argument. Okay. All right. So, you know, one guy wrote a book and it's carried. And, you know, it's a rather long article. So, I don't know. I might have to come back and read that one. But, um, yeah, you don't have to take everything. You know, it's not scientific fact. <laughs> That's why they call it a theory of relativity. Theory. Not fact. Two different words. They mean completely different things. Typhoid Mises. What? All right. Uh, Institute website supports the old and groundless accusation that the MMR vaccine causes autism. Oh, my God. Uh, all right, so it's going to link to an Mises.org article uh, dated 2014. CDC, Pharma, and mainstream media on the same team. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Don't really. You know what? It's a it's a long article, so we're gonna control F and see if we can find autism anywhere in the article. Okay, so it appears five times. Uh, this been cited in a 2004 study of its own published pediatrics. Okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So. All right, so the, it's, uh, it's linking, it's uh, referencing a 2004 study of pediatrics. You know, from 2004. And guess what? It's on PubMed. All right, so it could be old. There, there could be other studies that have disproven this. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So back to this crazy rational wiki article. Uh, Oh, uh, let's see. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, smarter than Einstein. Typhoid Mises, okay. <laughs> Thank you, dogs. Blood for the blood god. All right, so uh, Institute defends a competitive market for human organs, including from living people. Uh, yeah, if it's my organs, I should be allowed to sell them, right? And, of course, they got a big old picture of uh, Walter Block right next to it. Uh, and, yeah, so you can imagine. <laughs> uh, Institute promotes the, uh, the books Defending the Undefendable 1 and 2 from Walter Edward Block. The books defend blackmail, slander, libel, hate speech, and death penalty. And, of course, child porn. Uh, they are only defendable insofar as they can rely on tricky definitions of the non-aggression principle to make them okay. Charity, on the other hand, is condemned as being undeniably harmful. You missed the point of the book. Both books, actually. You miss, missed the point completely. The point flew right over your head. You didn't even try to catch it. All right, so uh, white supremacy. Yeah, because this is the old trope. Uh, libertarians who want to leave people alone and not use force to coerce things out of other people uh, are completely racist. Right? Yeah, And that's for all people, by the way. Uh, let's see. Head of the Institute, Lou Rockwell, wrote some rather interesting things about black people in the wake of the L.A. riots. Uh, in addition to his rather interesting interpretation of the American Civil War, viewing President Abraham Lincoln as the statist villain who sought to drastically expand the power of the central government at the expenses of state rights rather than keep the Union intact in the face of secession motivated by slave ownership. Okay, so uh, you can unpack an entire thing on the Civil War, and I'm just going to refer you over to Brian McClanahan, who uh, makes all those points. Uh, Mises Institute also runs... a History is Controversies. It's another podcast. You should listen to it. Um, that kind of outlines that, yeah, you know, both the North and the South were kind of scumbags. Couldn't really come down on either of those. They were both status to one extreme or the other. Uh, and anyone actually viewing history uh, can kind of come to the conclusion that Abraham Lincoln was a little bit of a psychopath. That's, you know, there you go. And um, the greatest hits. Uh with its zealous defense of everything free market, the Von Mises Institute frequently lapses into bouts of self-parody. For salient and highly comical example, see a libertarian case for monarchy. Monarchism is compatible with classical liberalism. Neo-reactionaries rejoice. All right, so um, 
it's probably a HAPA article, I'd have to imagine. But it's a clickable link, so let's uh, take a look, see where it goes. Uh, let's see. Uh, nope, Leland B. Yeager. Uh, okay, so I've actually heard this article, uh, this type of defense before. Basically, uh, sum it up that the uh, if you have a king, the the king is really going to want to make sure that he passes something along to his heirs, uh, and so it kind of goes through through that. You'd have to read the article for the ins and outs of it. Um, stateless in Somalia and loving it. Um, so one of the charges that we always get if you guys don't want government monitor to move to Somalia, well, you know, uh, taking a look at uh, similar African countries that have gone from a government to no government, uh, the Somalis actually did better in its post-government phase. Uh, and this is an article from uh, 2006. Um Yeah, so it's kind of going to go through the, the little fact check of that. But, uh, you know, they're not going to break that down for you. Uh, Praxeology and ethics of traffic lights. The, the government can't tell us how to drive our cars. No, they can't. Because um, it's not their car, right? Uh, <clears throat> anyways. Uh, going on. And so they're just going to kind of link to a whole bunch of other stuff here. Uh, and so they... <laughs> I guess they they link these articles, but they don't really read them. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, luminaries. So Walter Block. Yeah. So uh, so they're going to uh, give you a whole bunch of uh, straw men for Walter Block on his uh, little description there. Thomas D. Lorenzo, senior faculty member, and lost causer in chief. <laughs> this is a rationalwiki.org. Rational. Could give you a whole bunch of irrational ad hominem attacks. Uh, well, you know, slavery wasn't really that bad. I mean, it's not like it compares to real oppression, like paying taxes. Uh, paying taxes makes me a slave, by the way. Because uh, if I don't own 100% of the stuff I produce, then I am a slave by definition. Um, and DiLorenzo never makes that um, case, by the way, uh, in any of his books. Prince Hans Adam II. They're still touchy with the Austrian royal family, the von Habsburgs, and Prince of Liechtenstein. In 2005, it was revealed that Prince once owned Jews who were provided by the SS via Strasshof concentration camp. Slaves were put to work on the estates owned by the Liechtenstein's princely house. Um, uh, Well, honorary member. uh, I don't even know where to go with that one. Hans Hermann Hopp, of course. Uh, <sighs> yeah, so they're going to go after him about the... Um, <laughs> I love his description here. Distinguished senior fellow founder of the Eugenist Conference, and that's struck out. The Intellectual Society. Einstein was wrong. Triple H practiced it out, yo. Um, uh, yeah, okay. Gary North, uh, son-in-law of R.J. Rushduni, and one of the most explicit Talibanists in the U.S. at present. Talibanist in the U.S.? What? American Taliban is a derogatory but often accurate term for American Dominionist as if it was coined in the invasion of Afghanistan. Um, wants to transform the United States into a theocratic regime enforcing fundamental Christian law. Uh, from Gary North? I don't know about all that. I guess you could have to read his work. Ron Paul, senior fellow. Uh, Ron Paul is just about everyone who's associated with wants to abolish Civil Rights Act to return to Jim Crow. Not true. Uh, not true at all. Straw man, straw man, straw man. Uh, he purposely cultivated an audience of birchers and lost causers along with far-right figures like Gary North, though many were disenchanted and deceived by the sound bites of his presidential campaigns. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Disenchanted and deceived by sound bites of his presidential campaigns. Okay, I don't know. You know, go fact check. Uh, Yaroslav Romanchuk, uh, president of the Scientific Research Mises Center uh, Institute in Minsk, in that awful dictatorship of Belarus. Right, so I, I don't get the. <laughs> I don't get the the ad hominem attacks on this article. It's supposed to be rational. 
We're supposed to take a rational, sober look at this, right? And we're not doing it. Uh, Romanchuk uh, translated Atlas Shrugged into Russian and was a mentor to Andrei Ilyanov, uh, Putin's former chief. Oh, Putin. Oh. Who is currently on the Koch brothers. Oh, Koch brothers. Putin. Uh, Lou Rockwell, of course. Uh, criminals should ride the lightning, but we all need to raise our BAC standards because we drive better than when we're a little buzzed. All right, again. Uh, Murray Rothbard, Mises Ayers, praised David Duke. No, not really. Uh, Joseph McCarthy and worked with Pat Buchanan in order to break the clock of social democracy. Uh, it's okay to starve your kids. Okay, so they're going to go after the kid starvation thing. Uh, yeah, okay. Lysander Spooner. Oh, boy, I can't wait to read this one. 19th century anarchist and one of Rothbard's heroes, Spooner, fascinating name, was the original libertarian advocate for pedophilia and the vices are not crimes. I don't think that's where he was getting at. Saying it was okay to lure kids with a rewards test. Nah, yeah, again. Uh, Rock was, uh, let's see. Mises Wiki. Um... Zoned operated by the Institute, whose stated purpose is to write and maintain the up-to-date encyclopedia covering economic and political topics from an Austrian school point of view, one of its co-founders writes. Um, yeah. So, I... Wow. Holy straw man, Batman. <laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what to do with that. Alright, so we're going to round this one out and uh, cut it short. Uh... This one from Fox News. I saw this one and I was like, "Well, this is going to have to go on my uh, on my <laughs> on my silliness episode." UFOs are time machines from the future, Professor claims. This is on FoxNews.com in the science section. <laughs> Fascination with UFOs uh, and whether life exists outside Earth has intrigued humanity for centuries. But one professor at Montana Tech, okay, Montana Tech. All right, believes the fascination may run deeper than that. He believes UFOs are time machines from the future. Dr. Michael Masters, a biological anthropologist specializing in human evolution. Wait, what was the date on this? It's April 2nd. If this says 24 hours ago, I'm going to be pissed. No, 11 hours ago. All right. So it's not an April Fool's joke. All right. Michael Masters, a biological anthropologist specializing in human evolutionary anatomy, archaeology, and biomedicine, suggests that people view UFOs largely the same way as he uses a background to back up his controversial claim. The phenomenon may be our own distant descendants coming back through time to study us in their own evolutionary past, Masters said in an interview with Montana's KXLF.com. Right, I'm going to click on that link. I want to see if it actually exists. Oh, there's video. An anthropology professor at Montana Tech in Butte has written a book with some pretty out-of-this-world views on the UFO phenomenon. NPN's John Amy tells us about a professor who believes in identified <laughs> flying to objects. Some people believe UFOs visit Earth from planets far, far away. But a Montana Tech professor believes UFOs are much closer to home. The phenomenon may be our own distant descendants coming back through time to study us in their own evolutionary past. Masters writes about this theory in his latest book, Identified Flying Objects. With a doctorate in anthropology from Ohio State University, Masters uses science. Wait, that's the Ohio State University, right? Then aren't you contractually obligated to say that every time? Anyways, to explain why people who report close encounters with aliens always describe them the same way. Extra tempestrials are ubiquitously reported as being bipedal, upright walking, having five fingers on each hand and foot, the same way that we do bilateral symmetry, that they have you know, two eyes, a mouth, a nose, they can communicate with us in our own languages. While he understands this study is considered fringe science, Masters defends the research in his book. And, and I stand by the product. I'm happy to, to talk about it with anyone. It's written for my academic peers as much as it is for anyone in the UFO community. 
And here's the point in the story where the journalist usually makes a flippant comment about little green men to show he doesn't take it that seriously. But the U.S. Defense Department spent $22 million investigating the UFO phenomenon. And that's why Dr. Masters believes it's time for scientists to take a serious approach to the study of this phenomenon. The hope is that we can begin a new dialogue and get past some of the stigma and not have to um, defend this as, as science because it is very scientific itself. In Butte, John Amy, MTN News. An anthrop. Oh. <laughs> okay, very scientific. Very, very, very scientific. Uh, okay. Um, all right, that's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got for this week. <laughs> oh, man. Man, man, oh, man. All right. Um, so, yeah, rational wiki, not so rational. Um, if, if you disagree with something, you, you don't have to sit there and then play the little I'm going to talk down my nose type of thing to you about it. And... Uh, so it's that level of arrogance that really kind of chaps my ass a little bit about it. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to support the show, and we're going to get right into the plugs because I don't care. Uh, if you guys want to support the show, please, by all means, check out the anchor.fm forward slash rubble with a cause. Uh, there is a support tab there. You can support me as little as 99 cents a month, not even a full dollar. Um, you can go to patreon.com uh, and sign up there. Uh, I've got some bonus content that it, uh, I'm starting to work on more and more these days. Uh, also, uh, if you want to go to subscribestar.com, uh, I have a support tab there as well. Uh, I also put some of, the, uh, some of the bonus materials there as well. Also, uh, bitbacker.io if you want to start doing the uh, crypto um, because, you know, Bitcoin jumped to almost five grand, right? Yeah. It's going to the moon. Not so fast. Uh, but, uh, yeah, you can do it that way. Uh, I do have T-shirts, coffee mugs, and stuff available on teespring.com forward slash rebel with a cause podcast. Uh, check them out. Uh, you know, got my uh, spelling mistake uh, fixed, I think. <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm going to be looking... Uh, uh, trying to do some more designs for it, but, uh, you know, just finding the time with everything else, it's a little bit taxing. Uh, no pun intended. Uh, where else? Uh, Minds.com, uh, Steamit.com. Uh, I'm all over the place on the social medias, Twitter, uh, usually Facebook sometimes, uh, Instagram uh, quite a bit. Uh, but until next week, guys, have a great week. <laughs>